0: I don't use them as much as I thought I would need yeah. to use them. I don't know if how out it is later.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Shut the fuck up! <laughs> but yeah, but... Uh, that's all I've been playing really uh, but it...
1: to third-party controller podcast i am your host jesse ps lira with
0: beto esparza
1: and joe ramirez and we are recording and today's a great day why beto why? because the dodgers are going oh, to the yeah. world series was, was... dodgers are in the world series now
2: yay,
0: yeah. yay. i'm fucking excited yeah. about i'm stoked too <laughs>
2: if they don't win that shit
0: they don't this is all for not if they don't win i'm gonna fucking cry if they win i'm gonna fucking
2: cry <laughs> so, we're so just, you heard uh, here first ladies gentlemen there will be tears there will be tears I like almost, there will be blood but now this is there will be tears i almost cried today i abandoned my son what is mm-hmm.
0: it i abandoned my son
1: i abandoned my child
0: oh, yeah. well, that's what it is
1: i abandoned my child
0: i drink your milkshake right I drink it up. Well, Joe's back this week. Hey. Yeah, we had not a special guest. It's not my fault guest. you guys keep fucking doing Whoa. shows and not Oof. having me be able to, to do them. I Wait. thought you were going to stop after you said it's not my fault you guys keep fucking. Yeah. Oh, sorry.
1: I mean, hey, you know, you had to do your thing. We understand, but the show must go on, Joe. The show must go on.
2: You decided. Shut up. You did. Anyways. let I have a question for you. It's the most important, ginormous, humongous <laughs> question ever in all of the la-la-la-la-land. La okay. What's that? See what I did there? I, no, I know. I it, uh, you see what I'm making fun of? <laughs> Can I make fun of Jesse? I don't think you liked it. We are in... <laughs> no, it's that was a. What's up,
1: Where you going, fool? To my pad, fool. Mm. For real, fool, nah, fool. I'm going dog. to the store, fool. What's up? For real, going eh? to the store, that's fucked
0: up. For oh. real, fool, for real, fool. Yeah, fool, for real, fool, yeah, fool. Damn, fool, that's fucked up. That that that's that fucked is up. Dude.
1: It's not cool. Don't never lie
0: to France. I started playing uh, what is Yoshi's Island, or what's it called? Yeah, Yoshi's Island. On the Super Nintendo? Uh-huh. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I know. It's a great it's game. It's so good. Yeah, Like, uh, I was only going to play a little bit of it, but I ended up playing like two and a half hours of it earlier today. Nice. Because I was just going to kill some time, and then I started it. It's it's really... It's kind of hard to control something. Like, trying to get used to it at first. Mm-hmm. Just the buttons, because there's like the... You could you could like suck them off and then <laughs> <laughs> and then uh just was it keep them as eggs right?
1: Yeah, you and, can you can get the enemies and turn them into eggs.
0: Yeah, so that's and then so that's that's really it's cool because I just get a bunch of eggs. Yeah, so I can shoot around and stuff, but I don't use them a lot yet. I haven't had to use them. A lot. I mean, I use them, but I don't use them as much as I thought I would need yeah. to use them. I don't know if how out it it's later, but it looks like. Unfinished, like the the art. Oh, uh, really? It's yeah. got like a crayon it, pastelish yeah. look. It, but also feels like a really talented fifth grader drew it. <laughs> And then they just kept it like that. They didn't really do much with it. It was
2: pretty advanced for the time. Like no, when you no, actually that's... think about what, everything that was done with it, it but was... it but
0: it works. I was mm-hmm. going it, it looks. Uh, I like how it
2: looks.
1: That Yoshi's Island used like an advanced uh, FX chip, right?
0: It, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's there's some it... like three like 3D looking mm-hmm. type of stuff. Like the game over screen is it's
2: 3D polygons mm-hmm. stuff. Well, the says... opening too when it turns like it's oh yeah, uh, the spins of the world. Ireland. Yeah,
1: the um that's why it was never ever like a downloadable game. they this is the first time on the Super NES Classic All that right. it's available as. Oh, like Why is a, it, uh, it just because of the FX chip and they couldn't figure it out. And then over time, like modders, people who, who did mods or emulations and stuff, like, have you guys do you want to
0: work on this? He works on everything.
2: Have you guys were, um, played, um, Yoshi's Island on like the Game Boy Advance or anything like Then I heard it wasn't as good. I played it. It's, oh, oh, it's, it's a super downgraded, like the, yeah. I think the, the music and just like when you look at it, it just, none of the colors pop. Like, um, uh, it's funny because I, I was playing it this week too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I played it and uh, it, it's um it's one of my f- it's probably one of my favorite um Super Nintendo games of all time. Mm-hmm. like it, it, I really like it. Yeah, I remember like when it came out, I didn't even know it was a thing. Like I was like Super Mario World, and all of a sudden you're like Yoshi's Island, Super Mario World 2. I remember. But I went, yeah, yeah. What the Fuck is this? I'm <laughs> just like I remember picking it up and like just being amazed, like really really amazed by the game. It's so I feel like it's one of those games that never really got its full due. Like it, it is now and people are gonna be playing that's awesome. They get to see it like the way it was meant. But mm-hmm. I always felt like it didn't get its real due. Just because it was at the end of the SNES yeah. um life cycle and everyone was already gearing up for the N64. Um and that fucking overworld, the overworld theme, the music. It's, it's adorable. Yeah. I love <laughs> that song.
0: Like whenever you get hit and then the baby <laughs> the baby Mario is like floating away. I'm like, like oh no <laughs> no you are panicking and such, yeah. trying to trying to gear up but it's really easy to to get them
1: yeah you know what's crazy though like i always hear like you're either in two camps when it came to yoshi's island you liked it or you didn't like it because of the crying baby and i always found that weird like people just gave up on it because like this is annoying i'm not gonna play it anymore which is kind of it kind of sucks because like you miss out on a good game
0: mm-hmm. so yeah. it's
1: you know if you couldn't handle that then like yeah you missed out
0: yeah. and it's just like playing it with the baby mario uh is in a little bubble mm-hmm. and then when you play a you know, new Super Mario Brothers you, they're in bubbles like oh that's they yeah, got yeah. that shit from. Mm-hmm. it's pretty cool you can see some of the stuff that they kind of like recycle in it it's, it's pretty it's pretty neat
1: what's crazy is they've come out with other um, Yoshi's Island games like they did the DS version and then they just m- most recently did the 3DS version and every time it's just not the same there's always some it just doesn't have that I guess, like, level design or, or the feel of, of, of the original. And it's just something that people just can't seem
2: to recreate in the original. I, I think a big part of of why the original was so special is because, I mean, it was really branded as, like, when they... I mean, think about it. It was <laughs> Super Mario World 2 is what yeah. they called it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, calling it that... I think even then they knew they had some big shoes to fill and it was, they were going to have to really pull out the stops. And now I think, I think like once that happened and everyone saw Yoshi as just like, he's another character, he's another IP. We'll make games, but I don't think, you know, it was no longer really, even though it's in the Mario world, it wasn't connected with super Mario world. So I felt like maybe because it was so new at the time. And even with that title, super Mario world Mm Two, they were just, they really tried, you know, pushing, what they could do with it. At least that's what I kind of thought. Um, And since then, it's just like, well, they haven't had to, because I I was actually going to say, I'm waiting for them to make a proper super uh, uh, Yoshi's Island sequel. And I know like you're saying they've done it, but I don't feel like any of them have been like proper. Yeah. yeah. There've been some cool ones and some nice looking ones too. I mean, and I think that's one thing that stuck with the original was like, they always were trying to, um, the art style has always evolved and it's always been something special. Yeah. yeah. You know, even like Wooly's Wooly world and, and all that. Like they do different stuff. And I and I think that's really cool, but I think, like, you know, for them to make a game like that one would would be awesome if they could just, you know, really rein it in and mm-hmm. focus, try to, to top the original one.
1: I think that a lot of it has to do, too, with level design, because you can't just, you know, it's, even with something like, you know, it's a little bit different, but when they came out with Mario Maker and you're like, yeah, I want to make my own, you know, Mario levels in Mario 3 or World or whatever you realize how hard it is to actually make a well-paced yeah, talented, level yeah talented
2: people that actually make these things
1: yeah, yeah and and you know it's not easy it's not like oh i'm just gonna put blocks here and i think i made the only levels i ever made i had Beto play it. and <laughs> it was funny because all Beto said was all you did was space these and make these jumps harder and that's all you <laughs> did to make this hard and i'm like Oh, I did
2: right. Hey, you're all shocked afterwards, like you. Then you read, look at it, it's like
1: <laughs> fuck, I did. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I did. Like Beto caught it. Like you're not good at what you're doing. <laughs> and I was like, okay, shit. i don't I'm like, yeah, like I didn't that. notice that. You know, like I was, you I've
2: never been able to play games where you're like Minecraft, even Mario Maker. Like I, the idea seemed cool, but I was like, I would not take advantage of that. stuff. I just, yeah. I don't feel like I'd have okay. the time or the creativity to put into something like that. That's how I was with the. I remember you.
0: You were pretty excited when they did the level creator on a, on a the Tony Hawk game. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I I can't do this. I don't, nah, like, yeah. I, don't, I, I like I'll try something, but I'm just like, oh, it's fucking boring.
1: Yeah. I mean, even in that, like, the, I think Mario comes to like, Mario Maker gives you so much tools to make really whatever you want. Um, and again, you know, like you're talking about a game that came out, like, what, two years ago compared to, like, Tony Hawk when they did the level editor that was, well, almost ten years ago, maybe longer? Um, even there, I was just like, oh, I'm really limited. I can't really do what I want. You know, I have to kind of, you, know, you can be creative and figure certain things out, but then you are, it's more limited. But that was an older game. But even, like, the levels I made, and I, I would spend hours, when I'd play it, I'd be like, isn't is that fun? <laughs> it's
0: not good. That was it. That's all
2: I played. Um, what are you, Joe? What's up, fool? Hey guys, um, <laughs> I I played video games. Um, actually, I've just been playing, I've been using the Retron and playing um, Nintendo games. Uh, I know I just mentioned I played Super Mario uh, mm. World 2, Yoshi's Island, I, I played some of that. I went ahead and I beat Contra, um, played that. And of course so, with the Konami code, I mean there's no other uh, fucking way I was gonna <coughs> which, do that. But which Contra? <coughs> did did Jess join you? <laughs> She was gonna, but never ne- didn't have time. The first one? Yeah, the original one. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I played by yourself. Yes, and it took me, and I saw had to get continues even with the thirty fucking lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was. There was a lot of. There was at least I think one or two continues I ended up using yeah. to get through this. So it's like fucking sixty lives I went through mm-hmm. to get through that fucking. How many game. Uh, stages are there? I want to say like eight total. I think. Oh really? Yeah. How many top-down levels are there? three or four yeah. i think three i want to say it's three um it was cool it, it, you know it, it was nice to actually get through the game like it actually even though it you know i used the code but yeah. that's a fun game man that's a lot of fun um i was really really digging uh like the controllers i have i'm not gonna blame i'm not gonna say it's it has anything to do with uh, uh input lag but the controllers i have mm-hmm. are um they're knockoffs you know mm-hmm. and there's i had uh, like a couple of issues with like like where i'd get a little frustrated where it, i didn't hit the right, button press didn't do at the right time or if i was pushing forward it would he would like crouch but all in all i mean it was still pretty fun uh i really kind of i was really digging that and i also played i said was, was playing a lot of kunami games jesse's favorite Kuna, uh, uh played gradius life force um same thing use the konami code on those um where i could uh those are, man. Those fucking old games are fun, man. I mean, even just for for the shoot 'em ups, I, I they're all they are really, really, really fun. Um, the only thing I was kind of finding myself like as wanting now, and I know like with a uh, via RetroPie you can already do that, but I was kind of thinking it'd be really cool if um like the next Retron they were to add Turbo Graphics or PC Engine capabilities. Yeah, that would be like the next thing because. Like I was thinking about like the games I was playing there, and like especially when I was playing like the shooter, like um, the Gradius and Life Force, um, I was thinking. I remember that the um, the Turbo Graphics or the PC Engine had so many really really good like shooting games, like uh, like space shooters and stuff like that. Because um, I remember playing some on, on the RetroPie, and I was just thinking, man, it'd be awesome if the next Retron they could do that, and like you could actually buy the cards. Because I mean, they're little like small cards. The Turbo Graphics and the yeah. PC Engine use those cards. I think it'd be really cool if they if they were to. Um, Add that like capability to the next Retron. I don't know if it's easy or if it's not. I mean, I would think it's kind of easy because I mean, it's already you can emulate the shit out of you know the Turbo Graphics, but yeah, I don't know if there's some kind of an issue that would hold it back from them being able to add that to you know another version of the Retron. Um, I think it's more. I, don't
1: know, I mean, they could probably do it. I have seen a, I watch a lot of My Life in Gaming on YouTube, and they talk when they talk about certain things like turbo graphics they show that people have made turbo graphics cards that are like pr- pretty much emulators that you can switch you know American or European or Japan and yeah. it has everything in there so you just got to switch it and everything's like pretty much pre-installed so Is you it- just have to have a turbo graphics and you can just pop it in there you just got to make sure you click the side when you're oh, going to different yeah, like,
0: my life in gaming
1: is dope, dude. Because
0: Is they, that the one they were, they were, I don't know if, I remember seeing a video once, they, they sell those those cards that are, uh, like, on eBay and stuff already. They
1: looking. tell you where you can go to get that stuff? No, well, they
0: say that we got this one on eBay. They yeah. don't tell you, like, the direct link stuff, but.
1: They do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they do say, like, oh, we got this from, I think, one website's called, like, a Caveman Gamer. No, I'm probably a prehistoric gamer. And then they have, like, flash cards cartridges. Like, they'll make N64 They'll use an n64 case and have like an sd card slot where you can install the games pop it in there put it in your 64 and you have all your games there um they talk about all that stuff so <laughs> and how to get like the best picture quality um even if you're using an old uh, nintendo how to get the best picture quality on an HD tv using a frame meister there's all kinds of different shit. It's, it's super expensive but just even hearing like they'll judge everything from like this is how it'll look using this, this, people have made mods, this is how mm-hmm. this looks compared to this, and, you know, they even reviewed, like, Retron, and talk about what's, what the weaknesses are on that, so, it's cool, if, if you're interested in that stuff, my life in gaming, like, I really enjoy a lot of their stuff, and they did the documentary stuff for, uh, um, Night Trap, so, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. that was a really good one, too.
0: the one of that- they did. i seeing that one. Yeah, I've they really um,
1: they just released. They they interviewed the the guy who worked on Night Trap. Like they, I guess they released. Uh, it just came out today. More conversations with him. I guess oh, they yeah. just had all this stuff that oh, still. Shit. So it's just more stuff of him talking. I haven't watched it yet. That's cool. What else
2: did I? So I played like some Konami games. I played Mega Man. Um, and I still say that Mega Man Two is better than Three. Uh, and. <laughs> Okay. okay, I played. uh sure. You know what? We should
1: we should have a test when a redo, we get, a when we start streaming. We should start streaming, come together, have, have Beto play. play. <laughs> I uh, believe. Right? <laughs> no, hold on. Like an the- hour, a half an hour of two, then jump into three. I thought
2: this was already settled. I won. Remember?
1: No, we. I won music. The, I won music. He you won. Know?
2: Oh, thank you. We had to re- we had to review the tapes. Yeah. then yeah. I remember. I remember
0: you did you did a your your playlist and you said that you won, but I was like I don't think I, I think did, I like... won
1: the music part.
2: No. I... I was talking about music. I think overall I won, I believe. I we remember. have to
1: review the tapes.
2: We have to just, review. Just he doesn't like to admit that, he, that he's lost. <laughs> um are thinking if if there was anything else. Uh and then I I played uh I was playing Super Mario Brothers 3. Um I started replaying that again. Oh, such a good that's, game. Yeah, yeah it is. I love that game.
0: Like I'll have like save points on on that game, wherever it's like a 3DS or even on the the NES Classic, and I'll play it, and like oh I have got pretty far here, and I'll just delete that file and just start it over. Mm-hmm. Do, like, a couple It's games. fun. Do that. Yeah,
2: and that's an easy game. That's that's one of the. It's really easy because with like with the warp tunnels and or the warp. Um, the the you can Yeah, you can um put yourself open up the whole game pretty yeah. pretty quickly yeah just to play everything. Uh, it's a great game. So so fucking fun. Oh, and yeah. like I said, my um my nephew and. Uh, Co-worker, they brought in a Super Nintendo. They've been playing Super Mario World, which is a really good game. But like the way they play that, and I just for me, Super Mario Brothers Three is still like, like that's my like my game. I mean, mm-hmm. one and two too. I mean, I I still I still like part two, even though it's different, or the one that USA got. But um yeah, Super Mario Brothers Three is just fucking awesome, and I love playing that. Uh, I was listening to
1: Retro Nuts, an older episode where they're talking about Super Mario Brothers but i think they were talking about just the whole series and they were comparing they were talking about super mario brothers 3 and super mario world and not saying that super mario world or super mario 3 weren't good but when they were comparing the two they just said to them 3 had more of a uh, it was different in each world you know you had the the world where everything was big or or every set piece was different and even in mario world like you go to different worlds and and mario has always been Uh, super mario brother games have always been like always different worlds but there was something they said like it's about three like the aesthetic and just how they built every world and and the things they did it was always something new again not saying that new super or super mario world wasn't like super mario world's great but like if you had to compare the two it was just they were holding that a little bit higher like they even said like i used to think or i used to say like world is better but as time has gone on and i've played more you know three and then i've played world and They're like going back to three more but not say not like saying that world's nothing it's just Uh, yeah you know and i had to agree i was like i agree i have the three's my favorite i like world yeah but i still have that and i think i've talked about it on here when it comes about super mario super mario world that as a kid i was so i only had a nintendo for a long time i had a sega genesis but i'd always go back to the nintendo i had mario brothers one two and three and my cousins were the ones who had super nintendo I remember the first time playing super mario world there is a different feeling Mm -hmm. to from three to two world oh yeah even the past ones and to me i was just like it like this is cool but and yeah this is a nintendo super nintendo but like is this mario like you know what i mean like just that that difference in jumps you know that feel didn't hate it i was just like i guess i was just playing three so much i just only had that uh and the old ones that it was just it was such a leap for me, you know, so I still have that feeling like oh yeah, I know this is a Mario game, but
2: that's how I feel about um all-stars. Oh uh, I hate I've never All-Stars. I didn't yeah, I I hate it, it, it was one like I played it I mean, I think it came with the the console that I had but I just remember being like ah, it doesn't feel the same It doesn't just didn't feel right. And I know looks it was like wrong the, too. Yeah, cuz they enhanced the or they, they the gra- said they enhanced the graphics for like to and it just I don't know I never really cared for it I didn't, I That didn't look
1: really, for the original Mario Brothers even two and three is just like leave it there mm-hmm. just do the HD stuff. Just make it clean. You know, mm-hmm. like how you know when you get the Super NES or the NES Classic, just like that. Just like, oh, make it look nice on a 1080p, 720p television. Mm-hmm. Don't have to rechange the artwork. I didn't like that. Yeah. Even the like Advance Super Mario Brothers Three Advance mm-hmm. of Mario Brothers Three. Even that, I like. I was like, <clears throat> I don't like change up the art style. So.
2: Uh yeah. So uh, that's that was pretty much it, man. I just played nothing but like Nintendo stuff. I've been using the Retro a lot lately. Jesse, what about you? What's up, fool?
1: For $12, I got Mass Effect Andromeda Deluxe Edition.
2: I heard. It was uh, on Amazon, huh? Mm-hmm. $12. Bucks. Uh, it was like, for, you can't beat it at that price, to be honest with you. So
1: I was like, you know what? I'm going to change this. I mean, anyone who's listened to the past couple episodes, I had my friend Todd and Sky on there. And at the time, it was $20 just for the regular Mass Effect. And they're, they're like, you should play it. And then I just decided, hey, you know. I'll pick it up. 12 bucks. I have nothing to lose. So I popped it in and installed. I played the game. And I was telling this to Bethel earlier. I see the potential when it started. Again, I've only played an hour and a half. But certain things I was like, oh, I could see where they were going. But already it felt like you know, it's new, it's new, it was new people working on this game. It's when you watch a show that you enjoy, and it's on, like, the fourth or fifth season, and you can tell the writing is just not that... You know, you can tell where it's going, but you're just like, oh, the writing just seems really off. Like, it's really off. And and moments they're trying to be kind of suspenseful. You're just like, man, you you know, you're not as good as two. You're not as good as three. Like, you're doing something. It's, it was just so weird, but I did enjoy... Character customization. I always like doing that in games that let you uh, customize a character But already like you're meeting these people the biggest thing I liked about the Mass Effect series was talking to people Finding out who they were dialogue trees Just you always had great unique characters, but so far the very few people I've met I'm like already I don't like you already. I I don't seem like I want to have a I don't want to like after we're done with the mission i'm running around the ship talking to everyone to see how they felt about certain things like that was always fun already i'm at that moment where i'm just yeah i don't want to talk to you i think i'm cool just to like just keep going in every mission and you know i hit up a, a sky and todd and i told him i i got it and todd's like just skip over dialogue and just play the game you know do this and you'll be super op like overpowered if you charge up if you upgrade your charge all the way or something and Sky went in, in, in a longer dialogue, like, hey, do this, do that. There's fetch quests that are super boring, but I did them because it benefited doing this. And it was cool talking to Sky because she just made a laundry list. Even though I didn't ask for a yeah. laundry list, it was cool that she gave it to me. Um, but, yeah, I mean. It looks good. But it doesn't seem like that upgrade that mass effects mass effect deserves as a series um but not saying it looks bad combat so far was all right um it's just it doesn't have that thing that mass effect kind of grabs you and like you're okay i'm invested in this story because that was the thing about like the first mass effect was the combat wasn't great um, kind of like the leveling system and how they do, they had the, how their RPG, com- uh, uh, mechanics, they were okay. But the story right off the bat, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm interested in this. Then the story in, in Andromeda is pretty much, you're the first people who are finding a new place to live, like a new earth. And you're, you're kind of like the first people to encounter extraterrestrials, like aliens and stuff. Is it like trying to go to Mars? Yeah. And, and the, you've, you've trouble. woken up. Um, if I'm getting it correct, you've woken up 600 years. You were in cryo sleep with the rest of a civilization on this ship. So right there, I was like, okay, I'm interested. But then it over, as it kept going, I was just like, okay, now you're losing me. Okay, now I'm getting interested again. Now you're just, all right, you can cut this out and take this chunk of whatever you wanted to do story-wise, throw it out. Let's get this going. Get me hooked. Because I felt like it could have done certain things to, to get you in better. I don't know. But yeah, I can only really do like an hour and a half. I'll go back to it later. Like I was telling Bethel earlier, like I didn't want to force it, like just push myself to play when I wasn't really having that much fun. But I see potential in it. You know. But twelve bucks, can't go wrong. Is that
0: gonna be like the permanent price now or? Cause I saw right now it's still like under twelve bucks. Or I, don't um,
1: know. I wouldn't be surprised if like I'm
2: interested for for that price. I yeah, would be. Yeah. Thinking, I would be interested in it. <laughs>
1: um, if it's the permanent one, I don't
2: know. Probably not, but I think I'm Precisely. sure they have a lot of copies. They want to fucking Honestly,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if like during holiday, like Black Friday or whatever. Nine or five. Like Mass <laughs> Effect is like you get it for free if you pick up a PS4 or Xbox. You know.
0: Because let me see here, the uh, regular one is nineteen ninety nine really yeah deluxe is 12 1194
1: I think oh okay Whoa. what 1999 why they made more deluxe ones <laughs> oh wait it went down a dollar oh I got ripped off <laughs> I should have waited yeah man yeah, um you know I'm I'm interested to keep going um it just bums me out that I could kind of tell that the story is just gonna be whatever. And I'm not gonna really enjoy talking to people, which is what I really enjoyed in Mass Effect. So, whatever. Oh, I completely forgot last week to talk about. I now officially, officially finished 100% Hideo Kojima's Snatcher for the Sega CD. Ooh. And what I mean by officially is because I had to stop. Um, because whatever it was, the emulation, because we, you know, I had it, on, I have it on a RetroPie, and it's an emulation. Um, it would take forever to load something. So you would have segments where, you know, oh, where's Roger? And then it would pan to an image of Roger, and you can see that his head is completely severed, and he's dead. And it takes two minutes for something to happen. You don't hear anything, and then you hear, Broom. he's dead. And you're like, yeah, I kind of knew that, that for two spoilers, minutes. Yeah. You know. Um, no. I don't know if the guy's name's not Roger, so. Um, but um at the end of it the last two battles um in snatcher i could i couldn't beat it just because it would literally take two to three minutes to load each one and if you if you lost you'd have to go all the way back a bunch of dialogue options you had to go through then you could fight again then it was a second fight and then if you died in that second fight you had to go all the way back so it just with that having to replay 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 added on with the extra like eight minutes of waiting every time I was just like you know what I'm just gonna watch the YouTube video then I figured out on the retro pie you can just hit two buttons on your controller and it auto saves so I would auto save right before it already loaded and I could just reload that every time so it would just be like if you're playing a game just reload that one one part so yeah I ended up beating it and I was just sat back and watched 35 minutes of the ending game Which was great i liked it no like snatchers kojima's uh snatchers is really cool it's a really good story and it's a bummer that it will never have uh a sequel because it does leave it open-ended but it does such a good job with its characters and what it did in the story that he ended up putting uh together so that was a bummer um but i officially beat it so that's cool I was hoping there'd be some sort of like new game plus thing but no there was nothing Um, did you uh, finish police nuts police nuts had a glitch in it when I beat the final boss it just resets Mm. it like kicks it boots you out and goes back to the main menu of the retro pie so but really it was basically where I had just finished the last boss and it was just like Ten minutes of the ending and that's it, it's over. On so on I just watch it on YouTube. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. The but that I, but that I still count as being a hundred percent because I, I had already beaten all the bosses uh-huh. like what I had to do. So, but yeah, that sucked. Even I was just like, what happened, like, and that one sucks too because it doesn't save. You have to go through basically the bottom of a building and fight all the way up oh okay so like what that would have been another 30 minutes but then i was like i don't want to go through 30 minutes again to find out that it's just messed up and reset so i just watched the ending it was already at the ending so police nuts that was a good one too that left it open-ended and that sucked but it had a it had a better ending so even if there's not a sequel it's okay but yeah um we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back so see you in a bit This week something pretty big happened in the gaming industry you know last week we talked about what the problem was with loot boxes Um, this week there's also been a lot of talk about single-player games and there's a reason for that this week EA shut down Visceral Studios and if you didn't know, Visceral Studios worked on the game Dead Space One, Two, and Three. They were currently doing the new Star Wars game, headed by Hojo. What's the person? I don't know. Amy Hennig. Oh, Amy. Amy Hennig. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Amy Hennig, who is um, she worked on the first three Uncharted games. Okay. Um, didn't she like recently
0: leave or something?
1: Yeah, there was some stuff going on when they were doing Uncharted 4, so she ended up leaving, got a job at Viscerals Viscerals to work on the next Star Wars game, to work on the next single-player, which seemed like a single-player type of Uncharted, story-driven game. And, lo and behold, EA closed that studio down and are completely restructuring the new Star Wars game. Now I'm going to read a press release that EA released, a small segment, or a little piece of it. Our Visceral Studios has been developing an action-adventure title set in the Star Wars universe. In its current form, it was shaping up to be a story-based, linear adventure game. Throughout the development process, we have been testing the game's concept with players, listening to feedback about what and how they want to play and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. It has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come, we needed to pivot the design. We will maintain the stunning visuals, authenticity in the Star Wars universe, and focus on bringing a Star Wars story to life. Importantly, we are shifting the game to be a broader experience that allows for more variety and player agency leaning into the capabilities of our frostbite engine and reimagining central elements of the game to give players a Star Wars adventure of great depth and breadth to explore.
2: Basically it's like we want to do what destiny is doing so we're gonna put Star Wars in it is how I'm basically gonna take that
1: And you know what I think everyone's taking it that way. Everyone yep. is taking what has happened the closure of visual uh, v- visceral Studios. Mm-hmm into they wanted to restructure this game to be... they they, EA wants their own destiny. Which I thought that's what Anthem was supposed to be.
2: Seemed like... Who knows now? I mean, what
1: sucks about this, and we've always talked about this type of stuff on the show, but people lost their jobs. That's like the shitty thing is... I mean, they also talked about... Okay, probably some people got restructured in different studios to different studios or, or other branches of EA production or something, but in general people lost their jobs.
2: Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. And Visceral was a talented studio who made the Dead Space. Yeah. Dead Space 2. Great games. I don't know if they were already owned by EA at that point or not, but Dead Space 3 comes out and you can already see the fucking meddling. Yeah. And because of the meddling the game was nowhere near as good as it as it could have been and i'm sure even though i i can guarantee that most of that was the actual fucking publisher's fault at ea it gave EA excuse even back then to be like oh they're not performing well they not do it which they just now like they worked on this game and finally just and they and you know they they you know break up studio they close it down they shut it down whatever you want to call it and you have these people without jobs it sucks all the way around but the thing that really pisses me off is this is this is a fucking, this is a thing that EA does all of the time. You know, I think we had a discussion before once, like, why would you even want to be bought by a fucking pub, like a publisher like them? Mm-hmm. Because you're, they're just gonna use you up and make a couple of games, and as soon as and then they'll meddle, and then eventually they'll just close you down. It's almost not worth it. I mean, I get it; it's worth it for the person. It's probably worth it for the person who's the owner but i mean i guess if money wise it's probably worth it but for the people that work for those studios i mean in my opinion when you get bought out by a publisher it's almost like a it's it's a it's a death sentence eventually more than likely you're not going to be there eventually your studio is going to be closed down some very 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 talented studios have been have been closed down and it's not just ea sony's done it mm-hmm. i mean they've all done it uh, it's a bummer, man, to hear, to you know, especially, you know, like when you say Visceral, like those Dead Space games were fucking fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. first two were. Yeah. And the third probably would have been if they if, 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 if they EA hadn't fucking meddled with it, mm-hmm. you know. To, you know, and, and it's just so shitty that like, you know, Visceral's working on this, this game and then, you know, on a whim, EA's just like, you know what, we need a destiny. And it makes sense for us to throw Star Wars in it. So let's just re-fucking-do this. It just, it sucks, man. It's really, really shitty. I, I wouldn't trust mm-hmm. EA to fucking, you know... I think any any studio under EA is in danger. Yeah. I mean, any studio under a publisher is in danger, but especially mm-hmm. under EA. EA does that shit, like, on the regular. They're like the serial killer of developers. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's... It, and like you're saying, like, they... Okay, now we want to restructure it into being more the model of Destiny. Yeah. But just imagine how much money they've already spent. You know, if it's being, you know, if it was the main person working on it was Amy Hennig, like there was probably a lot of motion capture, Uh story stuff. Money is already being spent. Money has already been put into this project Um, man hours, work hours. And they want to kind of throw mostly all of that away and restart it. You know, it's just starting over and it's already just because they got cold feet. There's just something about. They have this Star Wars license. And so far, EA has only come out with Battlefront. Battlefront 1 and 2. You know, you, you're you paying this money to have this license. And then you're getting cold feet. And then just kind of, okay, we want to do the Destiny thing. You know, and then also, like... What, they have, like, test groups or something? You know? Like, why does that matter? I mean, I remember someone saying, like, with test, group, with test groups... You know... Studios, even, like, movie studios, companies, video game companies, they always use that type of stuff to to shift it into more of a this is what audience want. But I remember people talking about where they have something where they have a test, you know, they have a, t- they have a, um, a test group. Okay, hey, what do you want? You want the full, rich, roast coffee or black coffee? They're going to check off. I want a full, rich, roasted, full-body coffee. Yeah, they're, but e- people they're just want, easily
2: to manipulate. But
1: then it's like, but really, they're just gonna go get black coffee. That's it. The, the, what sells more is just the plain black coffee. Yes, they say they want the full-bodied, rich roasted coffee, but black coffee still sells more than the the rich-bodied roast. And you're gonna get you're gonna get people who're like, "Well, hey, can you play with your friends in this single-player game?" Um, no, you can't. So I can't like. You know, do raids and get loot and stuff. No, that sucks. You should do that. You should do. You should do what I'm playing right now, Destiny. Like, I don't
2: know. Focus groups are also really easy to um to skewer and manipulate depending on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone in the studio really wants to have something done their way, but you know, they can go, oh, let's do a focus group. And then they pick out the people i mean they can choose who's in the focus group so i mean Mm -hmm. you really can skewer any kind of thing like that you know to what, what you can manipulate it to do whatever you want i'm sure someone wanted to do destiny from the beginning i'm sure once destiny came out ea has been like all over that wanting to start you know
1: but is that's what i'm saying isn't that what anthem was like what bioware was doing owned by ea or
2: yeah I think yeah I think you you know it's it's something that they were trying to do but like then think of this do you does what would a what would a AAA publisher do I think I know where you go with a brand new IP that's unproven and unknown of and go for that experience and that could possibly be great but again unproven or pick a known commodity slap that onto something and be like look it's here it is they're gonna go for that every single time
1: but how is that any different from Bungie starting a new IP and then it taking off? You know what I mean? You're right. Because yep. it's it's like you could say, oh, it's Bungie. But yeah, then it's also, oh, it's Bioware.
0: Yeah.
2: They're both in the same camp. I think Bioware, I think Bioware to a degree though. I mean, you say Bungie and the first thing you think is Halo. Yeah. You say Bioware and you... You can actually say a couple of different games, mm-hmm. and I think that works against them because I mean it's like they don't have that one, you know, Halo yes. Four. They don't uh-huh. have Mass. I mean, they yeah. have these big name Mass Effects and stuff like that. But I mean, you
1: know the Mass Effects are really good games. But but don't you think it helps like that? This is a studio that can make all these different good games. Track record.
0: You know, they have a good track record. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of similar.
2: Like,
1: Knights but then League you Republic.
2: get. You're right. Yeah. No. No. no you're right. Then Sorry. you have the publisher itself we don't know i mean ea could just be like we just this is what we want for the bottom line this is what we want whereas you know bungie's working with activision who is they're no fucking saints themselves but i mm-hmm. mean i think at that point everyone knew bungie had a lot of pull and a lot of clout because they were their own thing um they left you know they left microsoft right yeah. they had they were able to do their own thing I think with the clout that they had, it was a lot easier for them to leverage a deal where they could kind of do, you know, where where it could, they could do what they want to do. And They had this vision already all set up. And I think they could go to a, a publisher and a publisher would be like, yeah, yeah, we'll take it. We want it because they just knew, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's the next game from Bungie. I got to have it. It's not only like, like, same as a movie when you got a director or a writer that writes a fucking great movie and then, or has written a few movies and then now he's, he's, you know, doing solo and he's shopping one out you are like i need to have that mm-hmm. i think bungie definitely benefited from that whereas with bioware i don't feel like they they just didn't have that that one basically a uh killer app yeah they've got great games but they didn't have a killer app and it was just it was easier for um for bungie to, to be able to just basically get their way and then at the end of the day i mean you know there was always the possibility like you're saying like Destiny could have not worked. Yeah. In fact, all things considered, you know there was a lot of issues with it. But I mean, it, it you know, they they were, and in marketing matters too, you know, you know, Activision was going to put that money behind it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, even in the best interest of a, uh, even when it's in the best interest, if someone at the top, like at EA, doesn't like something, they'll fucking do what it takes to kill it. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of those. This is kind of one of those things where someone just had it in their head that we needed Destiny. Destiny did that We need to do a destiny Let's do this I don't care what it takes Let's kill the fucking Kelvis Roll. Let's cancel this We need a destiny We need a Star Wars destiny It's in space You know what I mean? It's in space Yeah There's your Space shoes. Space, space suits Yeah Star Wars Let's do it
1: Yeah But I mean like If they're starting over Or whatever Like It's a waste I, was, I mean Whatever the Star Wars game They were working on already That was slated for 2019 nineteen. Mm-hmm. So when's this new one coming out? 2020? 2021? Yeah, who knows? And what if by that time they miss the boat and people just don't want that type of gameplay or only want that gameplay from Destiny? You know what I mean?
2: It's, it's true.
1: They they're they're
2: they have another risk. You know, they're risking something else. Because I'll be honest, I got no interest in playing a fucking Star Wars Destiny. No. I, I'm playing Destiny. Destiny's what I... You know, because all that happens is that Star Wars Disney is everyone wants to be Jedi's. Unless
1: they tell you, no, you can't be a Jedi. You have to be like a smuggler and only using weapons. And then you're also cutting out an audience, that Star Wars audience that goes like, I want to be a Jedi. It's like, you know what? Star Wars isn't always about Jedi's. It's like, no, I want to be a Jedi. And then their focus groups will be like, well, can you be a Jedi? It's like, well, no, because it makes it unbalanced. Well, I want to be a Jedi. Okay, let's put Jedi's in it. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean I get it. Like they're like EA is a company and they want to make money. You know? They don't want to make a single player game because they want you to hold on to your they want you to hold on to your game instead of trading it in. So they want that game like Destiny where you keep playing, you keep leveling well, up, you keep, keep doing hearing
2: this. the term games as a service. Yeah, games they as a service. To, they done, did you know. did
1: you see Activision put out a patent for how to add on microtransactions in a God, what was it? It was a patent to to get people to buy microtransactions in multiplayer games that you play with friends. If I'm correct, that's how it was. It's a patent on how to do that. What? Yeah. <sighs> I guess.
0: So if Pretty. anybody else has to do wants to do that, they have to pay them. Or, I guess so. Yeah, I think your, so. Pay to use it. That's fucked up. That's some. I don't know. Shit. I, guess I
1: should. I should have saved it. That, um,
0: that's some like. Yeah. I, I, you, you go to hell for that stuff. I think
1: also another thing like what do you guys think a lot of people after this happened a lot of people were were worried about we're losing single player games we're losing these companies only want to make games that have maybe a single player in it but having you play with other people a multiplayer component to it And microtransaction loot boxes and stuff so it seems like what could be the base of a single-player game just a solo single-player game that you play and you're done is gonna be gone do you think people should be worried do you think that will happen like what do you guys think
2: I don't really see single player games going away as much as they would love to see that happen I think now you know Triple A experiences and stuff like that. Like I, I know they're pushing for that, but no, I don't think so because I mean But they're trying they don't want you to trade in your game
1: Joe They don't want you to beat the eight maybe 12 hour single-player campaign and then there's nothing else you're gonna trade it in they want to they want you to keep keep your game keep paying for microtransactions map packs Stuff like that. They want
2: you to They want you to hold on to it. They want to make more money off of you. Well, I think when it comes to single-player games, I mean, they've already got a way for that. That's downloadable content, you know, like extra story missions and stuff like that. There is a way to already do that with a single-player game, mm-hmm. and I think they know that. Now, I get that they want the microtransactions, and unfortunately, that's another thing that's happening again. Like, look at that Shadow of War or, or whatever the fuck that game is called. Yeah, yeah. The Warner Brothers shit where all those, those microtransactions, like, they're going to throw that shit in a single-player game um regardless whether you want it or not it just it's just a, a fact of of gaming now um but i don't think single player games are going to really ever go away i mean this past year alone i mean we had like you know uh, uh, quite a few single player games come out that actually seemed to do pretty well like yeah near automata that was a game that came out of nowhere and did really really well and single mm-hmm. player game uh neo, neo i think did pretty well and that was a single player game persona 4 uh, persona 4 Uncharted 4. I mean, I don't know if that was Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero. These are all single, large-scale single-player games, and yes, there will be microtransactions, unfortunately, and or you know, season passes and all that stuff. But I don't think the season. I don't think the single-player game is leaving anytime soon. There's still a lot you know, obviously, people still like that, and you know, you forget. I mean, as much as they talk about online, you know, multiplayer gaming, some people don't like to play online. There's a lot, a good chunk of people, a healthy chunk of people that don't play online. They play for stories. They want to be entertained, you know, when they have time. They don't want to have to worry about who's online and, you know, all the other shit that comes along with online gaming.
0: Yeah, and there's also people that play, like, sports games that they never touch the online, too. It's pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Now, I mean, Joe, you Beth and Joe, you guys, you guys remember how much games cost in the '90s. And if you look at it now, games are actually cheaper than they were back in the day. Yeah. Um. Now, on this show, I always talk about trying to save money. Me personally, you know, there's, you know, as much as I want to support a lot of companies, unless it's a game I want to buy right away. I need to play this right now. I'll buy it. Sometimes I'll wait. You know, I waited for Horizon. I kind of regret waiting for Horizon, but the reason why was because I wanted to play Legend of Zelda. That's another story. I waited for Nier. I waited for all these other games. Um, But I always try to save money when it comes to games. But I'm technically, compared to how much it cost back in the 90s, I'm basically saving money every time, even though a new game comes out. So these companies are trying to find any way they can make more money that's where the loot boxes microtransactions season passes all that stuff happens is it my fault for not supporting games single player games like if single player games were to go away is that my fault for not supporting them um i don't really think so man i
2: mean you know at the end of the day you're You're one small piece of a large pie and i get that you know you being like well you know i didn't support this game that was really good i didn't buy it at full price um i don't know man i mean personally i i I can't i just can't fathom supporting like kind of like gaming like that and thinking it thinking of it like that when you have the publishers that are as it is already, just trying to screw you over every which way, mm-hmm. you know. So I really don't feel bad when I get a deal. I mean, really, the one that suffers more than anything is usually the stores. I believe stores have to actually, they pay for their, you know, they they get a. a um, I think it's like they, like they forecast how many they want, and then they get the copies in. And when a store does a sale, I mean, really, the, I believe the publisher has gotten their money. They base it off of shipped, mm-hmm. but. I mean yeah you know if if everyone thought like that of course it it could definitely you know affect single player games you know but i don't know man i mean honestly at the end of the day if you create a game if you make a game that's good people are going to want it and i know people want to buy you know they're looking for deals yeah. But when the game is good, you're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you Just like you said, every once in a game comes on, you're like, I need to get that on day one. I will pay 60 bucks for it. I will pay yeah. $80 or 100 or whatever the fuck it is. You just know, you know? I think what's happening, though, is a lot of times, like, for a while, especially, like, the last few years, not so much this year, or but, like, in the years past, we just got so many of these, like, games that were just... I don't want to say mediocre, but just, you know, they were okay. There was nothing you know you played it and you went like was this worth 60 bucks Eh, not really and i think we had a, a kind of a couple of year rung, even from the beginning of the playstation like from oh yeah ps4 and the xbox one came out the first couple of years i want to say it was just like that it kept we were just like yeah i'll play it but uh yeah. big deal or eh, you know but i feel like this past year you had that push where like even though yeah you didn't support maybe you didn't buy a game on day one you started going like whoa this is a really good game or you started playing games where like i think i want to you know, I think that kind of thing goes a long way, you know, to getting people to buy, to want, even to get people to fucking pre-order games. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's just like, yeah, if you pre-order, you get this or that, or you get all these things. You want know a great way to get a c- c- customer to, to pre-order a game? Make your games fucking all good. Mm-hmm. Make the anticipation high enough that they just want to have it on day one and play. Don't worry about getting a bonus character or bonus skin or bonus fucking whatever or uh, uh, weapons. No, make it about it just being good. People will you know, when the uh when what you have to sell delivers, people will buy. That's what I think. You
1: know, I brought up how much games cost back when we were kids and how much games are now. Um when we bought a game, we got the game. Everything was in it. There was nothing, no add-ins, no nothing. You got the game, that was your game. No updates, no nothing. You got your complete game. As we entered into the more digital market uh, with 360, PS3, the stores, there were updates on games. Um, Then the season passes came in. You get, hey, if you want more maps on Call of Duty, 15 bucks. Then it went up 20, then it went up 30 hey, you know, get this season pass. Hey, this game has a season pass for more content, skins, whatever. Over time, people were very, like, what's, you know, season passes. We ended up accepting it. You know, like, we didn't like it at first, like, F season passes. But as it kept going, and then companies were just shoving season passes in our face, over time, it became the norm and and. And we accepted that. We accepted season passes. Then they wanted to block you from buying used games. So, hey, if you like getting FIFA, if you like getting Madden, if you like getting anything with multiplayer, if you bought it used, you will not have access to the online multiplayer of it because you don't have the, what do they call it? Online it was pass. The online pass. Yeah, there you and go. That didn't last very and fucking long. Yeah, that didn't last long. That lasted maybe two years, maybe a year. I don't know. But people were like, no. And then they were like, okay, it's done. <clears throat> we're not going to do that. But then more season passes, more extra stuff started coming out. Now there's loot boxes and microtransactions that have have been rearing their ugly head for the past couple of years now last week we had sean on the show re-listening to that episode sean was playing the devil's advocate and said i'd rather have loot boxes and get all the free you know season passes and maps like on battlefield i'd rather do that and if they're going to have microtransactions or those loot crates that they're doing in star wars i'd rather have that if i get free the free uh, map packs yeah. but then again Map packs were something we just accepted. We just took. So that it's an added on that we just accepted how long until loot boxes and the microtransactions, we just accept it like we did season passes. When does it stop? When does that extra revenue start like stop? Um, now he, there was also, cause he was playing devil's advocate. Um, well, you know, they need this money. They need the microtransactions, they need the loot boxes to support the service but remember when games had everything in there all the all the all the streets all the maps or whatever they were in the game it's because we accepted those season passes but then look at we accepted a model that was a free-to-play game model into something you already pay sixty dollars for the guy we listened to jim sterling says that we're accepting a model that you're okay with on a mobile game or an online game which is free to play you just pay for the costumes in the microtransactions you can earn it in game or spend the money so you don't have to but that was a free-to-play game now we're paying $60 for a game and they're still saying oh but if you don't want to take the time to level up pay us money it was okay for a free-to-play game and we're in it slowly becoming oh it's free for a full-fledged $60 game we're paying for so what do we okay and then we have that we have that model going on we have studios closing we have companies like ea activision sony microsoft closing down these studios and i bring up is it my fault for not supporting them but then we're not going to support season passes we're not going to support microtransactions we're not going to support loot crates what do we do what can we do we've changed things we we can You know, uh, I think it was um, Kyle Bossman handed up saying that a lot of people say, and I've said it here on the show, um, vote with your wallet or um, speak with your wallet by not buying it. But it seems like that doesn't matter, because if I say no, a hundred other people are going to still buy it. Kids are going to ask their parents like we never had to ask. And I think it it was Ben Moore who said it this week on on Easy Allies and Kyle. I forget if it was either one of those two. We never had to go up to our parents when we had a game and say, Hey, Mom, buy me a $20 gift card so I buy extra stuff in this game. Because when we got our game, that was our game. I can't imagine kids right now spending either their their allowance or their um, birthday money or whatever in buying extra stuff for Call of Duty, for Star Wars, for Minecraft, for whatever you know that's it's different but how does it how they say they needed to to fund all this other stuff but that that stuff was never needed to be funded because it was already given to us do you get get what I'm saying like I just don't understand like what do we do like what can you do because it seems like not voting for your wallet they're still I mean the one person me who I'm not gonna buy a season pass so many other people my one one sale they lose is nothing if people are going to be sending this money if people are okay and just accept it as the norm well yeah you know it, i don't have i don't have to i don't have to buy this so you know i'm not going to but what about that kid who's constantly buying something on league of legends or world of Warcraft or. Maybe not even kids, teenagers, adults, you know, people have that addictive personality. It's like buying a pack of cards. Sean said that last week. You constantly buy the pack of cards over and over and over and over again. I don't know. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they just keep throwing. If it's not going to be loot boxes or microtransactions, something else is coming. They're going to take some model and bring it into games. And everyone's just like, yeah, that makes sense. And it's
2: like, no, you paid your $60. And then eventually we'll end up with another video game crash is what I'm thinking is end up going to happening because eventually they're going to continue to push the envelope until we get a mass, a, a, a massive just revolt from the consumer right now in this time. Right now, you're right. You not doing you not doing anything or you not purchasing something um, to take a stand. Doesn't seem like it does much. But I feel like when you start doing that, it sets a precedent. And then eventually people will start, you know, if you do it, someone else hears about it, then they're like, yeah, the, why why, why don't you buy that? Oh, yeah, you know, this it's like word of mouth, man. you it's, It gets out there and eventually people start going, nah, I'm not going to do that because I know like six people that don't buy the season pass anymore because they say it's not worth it. You're paying for stuff that you, you don't even know if it's going to be good. Um, and even for the people that don't, that continue to buy those like the ones you're talking about like the, the if you're the one in a 100 that doesn't do it like the 99 will um eventually what's just gonna end up happening though is the companies are gonna end up pushing the envelope pushing them until finally someone just like nope okay i've had it there's i'm not doing this anymore if i have to fucking pay you know oh it's $60 game but you got to pay 10 bucks a month a subscription fee. It's, that's when you're saying like, people are going to go fuck that shit. Not buying it. Not happening anymore. Um, I know it doesn't feel like much right now, like you're saying, but I think it does set a precedent when you start to, when you, yeah, you said you, you decide with your, you're with, your, with your wallet. You say, hey, I'm buying this. I'm not buying that. I don't think this is worth it. And you had, you just stick to your guns. And, you know, I think eventually, honestly, in my opinion, Studios are just going to end up shooting themselves in the foot anyways. And it's mm-hmm. already because of what they're doing. Doing the loot boxes and pay to get something to finish the game early. I mean, Jesus Christ, they get fucking Capcom and Street Fighter. Now oh, you got that. Th- was it like a $30 costume pack? Something yeah, like, $30. It's, like, it's fucking ridiculous, man. I mm-hmm. haven't bought anything. No, that history. was Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Oh, is it Infinite? Yeah, okay. it's Infinite. Either or, it's still Capcom. Yeah, no. But like, think about that, like, i i love street fighter i i loved capcom games i was always into that and like this is like this year i i bought street fighter 5 i bought nothing for that game i bought the, the base game and that is it i've bought in a season pass i haven't even fucking played it Marvel vs capcom infinite i have i didn't buy yeah. you know you you told me when three came out like hey man you're gonna like three but you probably won't even play the fourth one i would have been like yeah fuck right i love this you know i love these games yeah, yeah. i you mean you mean the fourth you wouldn't like the fifth one Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs>
1: Sorry, um, I just like yeah. It just like you, you're just kind of like. Well, that's the thing. Like, you could have not purchased Street Fighter Five at all. Like, me and Bedlam could have purchased it. You could have waited in January. You would have gotten the full. You would have gotten everything. You would have gotten all character packs. I think all costumes and the new up. And you would have had an arcade mode, story mode, and
2: all these features. I think it would have. I, you know, honestly, it. All the news about the game and everything would have just put a sour taste in my mouth that yeah, I probably wouldn't have bought anyway. But oh. I don't know, man. Like I don't know. I, I feel like people, you know, like you know, showing showing companies um, that you don't approve, like by like you said, by you know, voting with your wallet, is still a good tactic right now. It's just you know, it, it's good because it sets a precedent. But at the same time, I just feel like eventually the the companies are just gonna shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. They're gonna push it too far and then people are just not gonna stop buying.
0: I feel like right now uh people are are, are like, fuck man, I gotta pay for this. Alright. And then just fucking pay for it. And then the developers are like, oh let's see how much we can charge them. Let's let's up the price. Let's do this. Let's get more fucking crazy with this. Mm-hmm. Until it gets too crazy and they just stop and they're just gonna rethink of some shit to do the same thing over or something even worse
1: Because or... I get it, it's a business and you wanna make money. I yeah, yeah. completely
0: understand that. Yeah. But make I mean at least make something that that's gonna be I don't know I don't even know what the fuck what they can do because really. it's it's you either just buy it or you just don't I mean right now I'm trying not to like I don't have I don't have any games that I can buy loot boxes for other than Overwatch where I do sometimes like fall for but I don't mm-hmm. haven't bought anything in a long time but yeah it's just gonna it's it's gonna get so bad to where people are gonna be like you know what fuck this
1: yeah so. yeah I mean I I think like. We do this show, we, t- we like to talk about games, and we like to give our opinions on games, and, you know, it's something I like doing with you guys, you know? I like I like games. I mean, there's certain mo- there's certain things in the industry, there's certain things that happen in games, like this, the what happened to Visceral, and, and you know, like everyone's freaking out about single player, that these are moments that I usually don't like, you know? Yeah. I, I, I mean, when it comes down to it, I don't like that people lost, lost their jobs. The job, yeah. You know, I don't like that EA took, a, like, a great studio and then just kind of, like, flushed it down the toilet, you know? Took a great idea, something that could have been great, and then just flushed it down yeah. the toilet because it wasn't gonna make X amount of money. Yeah, so it was
0: like it's just oh we're done with you. We made we made whatever we 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 were uh, able to make from you, so we're done. And just throw it away. That's like what's yeah. next, Bioware? Like, like I was thinking, I was talking to you. I, I kind of thought Bioware was was already done. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I was just wondering. Like, they'll where?
1: probably Jim Sterling said it. They'll probably be the next company that that EA yeah. closes down.
0: Yeah, because just once once they milk all everything for like for all, all it's worth it's just just done with it like even like skate black box they're fucking done yeah so criterion
1: yeah. games who did the badass burnout games are yeah. gone they're gone yeah it's like
0: it sucks yeah it sucks that they lost their jobs but it also like that we don't we're not gonna get any type of games like that
1: i mean yeah i mean most important like i, I just hate that people lost their jobs yeah like that's it really sucks I mean, we we do this show, like, I I like talking about games, and, you know, there's people out there, again, thanks, like, for listening and hearing our opinions, but, like, if you don't agree with our opinions, that's completely fine. Yeah. Like, don't feel bad if you pick up Shadow of War and go, I like this game, I bought a couple of loot boxes, like, you can do what you want, you know, like you probably don't agree with me. You probably agree more with Joe or you agree more with Bethel or you agree more with Sean, you know, when he's on the show or any of the guests that we end up having, you know, um, you can like what you like, even if it's games that we're not excited about. Um, I guess in a way we just like, it's like sharing our opinion and what we think. And me, you know, I like him. If you guys, if it's something you guys haven't really thought about before and it opens you up to more thinking about how things kind of, kind of work or, or what's really going on like that's cool with me man you know like it's great it, it's just that this type of stuff just I think you know I think when it comes to companies like EA Activision the big ones when it comes to single player stuff it looks like they'll probably be companies that don't do it it's crazy to kind of say that it looks like Ubisoft out of those three big companies are the only ones that are really still focusing on single player experiences Um, But even they do stupid shit too, Mm -hmm. you know? I'm not saying they don't do stupid stuff. Um, You know, but we got Naughty Dog. We got um, all these other companies that are doing single-player stuff. And I don't think they're ever going to change what they do. They're not going to change their ways. But it's just crazy to see how things have shifted over the years, how things have changed. And the things we've accepted and the things we, we didn't. And um just it's, it's just kinda weird. Kinda sucks.
2: Yeah. It's shitty. Bottom line is a group of talented people lost their jobs and yeah. that sucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. I did have it. Activision has filed a patent for a microtransaction-driven system for matchmaking and multiplayer games. As reported by Glixel, the patent was filed back in 2015 and was officially granted to the publisher by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office today, October 17th described as a system and method that drives microtransactions in multiplayer video games. The patent outlines a system in which players are matched together in such a way that encourages the purchase of in-game content. For example, the system may match a more expert marquee player with a junior player to encourage the junior player to make game-related purchases of, of <coughs> to make game-related purchases of items possessed used by the marquee player, as the newer player may wish to emulate the veteran the veteran player, by purchasing the same weapons, gear, etc. they have acquired. The system can also match players to encourage microtransactions in other ways, including dropping a player into a match where a specific in-game purchase proves to be a specifically useful as doing so may enhance a level of enjoyment by the player for the in-game related purchase, which may encourage for future purchases. It's also important to note that while the patent uses a first-person shooter game for the example, the system can be applied to other genres as well. Bungie Community Manager David DJ Day confirmed on Twitter that none of this functionality appears in Destiny. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. No, sure. um, <clears throat> uh, there was an update Activision representative provided the following statement to IGN. This was an exploratory patent filed in 2015 by an R&D team working independently from our game studios. It has not been implemented in-game. Even if Ugh. it hasn't been implemented
2: in a game, it's what they want. Oh, yeah. They want people no shocker. to purchase stuff. And that, which, and it's not even that much that sh- shocking, but uh, this is something, like you said, this is already two years old. They've already had this idea for years, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that... That's what they want, and um, man, who knows? It almost feels like it's like more and more sinister when you hear about these parents. You're like, Jesus, they'll do anything to squeeze any amount of money out of you know the consumer.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think the best thing, at least now, is that that went out there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing that's going on right now. I mean, of course, we just talked about it. Visceral loot boxes microtransactions or people are being super vocal about it so now now studios don't want the stigma of loot boxes Mm -hmm. the stigma of microtransactions now the stigma of hey you're gonna pair me up with someone who has an awesome item like how's that gonna work out like you know when there's a replay of a kill by a person who has a badass weapon is gonna go like they had the xr2478 you can buy this for $20 you know like Mm -hmm. is that how it's gonna be like if it's that blatant you know like that's crazy but i mean it's good that we found out about this because now they're scared now they're they know people are going to be looking for for this type of stuff people are going to try to find it like and and point it out i mean i think that's the best thing you can do is be vocal online that's Mm -hmm. the best thing about having you know as much as i don't like a lot of social media that's one of the benefits is to be vocal in that way um even um We've talked about him a lot. Uh, A guy we like, Jim Sterling, is very vocal in that stuff. He talks about studios, he talks about companies, he talks about the things that companies do that are really shitty. And did you hear what happened this week on uh, Twitter? No, what happened? People were giving shit to a GameStop. uh, The GameStop Twitter. People were giving crap about I think loot boxes and microtransactions. And then someone who was working the GameStop Twitter. Account, oh yeah, they responded to the They huh? responded like, hey, you might as well tag Jim Sterling in this because you're just regurgitating or just saying what he's been saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and Jim Sterling loved it. He just loved that, <laughs> like, oh, you know, you know, you know yeah. it's it's about me. You know, you know that people but it's also people being vocal, you know, it's people being and it affects them. You know, it affects it affects these companies. But yeah, people were giving them shit for a... Uh, milking um microtransactions
2: they all do yeah
1: well that was a fun episode
2: you guys realize uh what the xbox one x the greatest gaming system of all time is almost Uh here guys did yeah no wins it out again how many many terror something that shows you how i care about huh how How many teraflops like four million
1: yeah 4k, but it's not gonna work on your 8k or did you get the upgraded 8k version of the Xbox one X?
2: Uh, It's, it's gonna be 4k, but I'm gonna be able to like so basically I'll be able to play um, split-screen games um, At 60 frames per second because <gasps> I've got to double the, the K's. Hey guys good news You know what
1: Microsoft announced today for the Xbox one X? There's going to be an update to fix all the stuff that was wrong with the Halo Anniversary Edition for the Xbox One X. It's been like 10 years. They're going to fix matchmaking. They're going to fix the visuals. They're going to fix all this stuff that didn't work when this game launched. When did it come out? Two years ago? It came out when Destiny came out. Because remember I was talking about I would have put my money on Destiny not working the week it released compared to Halo not working for the first six months ever. Yeah. Hey, don't worry. You have to get an Xbox One X, but you'll be able to finally play Halo Anniversary. Wait,
0: it's they're not gonna fix it for the.
1: These are Xbox One X improvements,
2: upgrades. Wow.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I need an Xbox One X then.
2: You know, uh, Forza, Forza Seven was supposed to be like this big thing and everything. Like I was looking at the reviews, and it's just like, yeah, it's more Forza. And I'm like, kind of know what that way.
1: It's gonna be in 4K, extra rain drips. Rain joke raindrops stop, stop.
2: yeah and they're good. gonna have the song
1: raindrops keep falling on my head i'm good I'm, i just, just no head. reason for that for me out of all three of us beto who do you think will get an xbox
0: one x first
2: mm, probably you <laughs> what? Yeah, i would yeah. agree Why? somehow he's gonna get a free one or something like that or someone's <laughs> gonna sell one super cheap and jesse will then miraculously he'll just be like i don't know it was on my bed. I just it just showed up. And like, yeah, to me. yeah, sure, Jesse. Yeah, sure, it did.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm not. I'm. You know. I'm and usually something. I would be the one. Something, you could say that I would be the one. Yeah, I'm
1: good. Something's gonna happen because you guys said this. Someone's just gonna be like, here you go. Like, and I'll have one in my hand, and I'll be like, no, because Joe and Bedlo are gonna give me shit for a long time. I don't want one. I think I'd just gift it to Beto And be like See you were the first one to get it <laughs>
2: Beto just put it in his like Yo just fucking Put it in a In a, in a
1: Beto uh, just put it on eBay i just sell it
2: Yeah <laughs> so He's putting in I his attic Or that. his basement <laughs> Or something He's <laughs> like I oh, don't yeah, have an attic But yeah. I'll put it in my but attic <laughs> You're kind of an attic You have to have an attic That's a big cross base For you to get A tiny bit but okay. I'll
0: put it in my basement
2: You ain't got oh, a basement
0: well, I wish that'd be dope yeah, That would be dope Alright,
1: well that's going to be it this week. If you want to send us any questions or comments, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with...
0: Beto Esparza.
1: And... Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else. But we kind of get the job done
0: later, later.. Mmm.
1: The patent outlined the system in which players
2: fuck
0: you. <laughs> Where players, players fuck, fuck you. you.